This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back to Harry Harvey Stadium for the start of the second quarter. Marple Newtown, the lone score of the first 12 minutes. But now Pencrest going from right to left in the red zone. They are facing a key fourth down situation. Fourth and four for Marple Newtown's five. Right now, Pencrest's offensive set suggests they will go for it. They've had a successful second drive here, going nearly the length of the entire field. So here we go. DeFiore takes it. He's up the middle. Spins off a man and he is in for the touchdown. Another gutsy call there. Right up the gut. Oh, head coach Paul Graham for Pancras is just pulling out all the stops tonight. Trying to do whatever he can to win even if he will get second guess the next day. But so far two for two and fourth down conversions. So with only six seconds played in the second quarter, Pencrest has a touchdown. Adam Muderty Schultz on for the extra point. Ball is spotted. Just barely gets away, but it is good. So it's a little bit of a damper for Marvel Newtown's defense. Although the Lions did finally sort of feel their way and had a successful second drive. First one, of course, being derailed by that fumble return. But here we are early in the second. Marvel Newtown gets the ball back, and the worst thing you can say there is that the game's tied. Well, you said it so far. I mean, fumbles and loose balls have been the story so far, as well as the Pencrest running game. But there's been, my count, around three or four drop balls so far in this game. A couple by the quarterback. Mooder Tees Schultz once again takes the football from the official, puts it down on the tee at the 40 yard line. Moat White and Diaguardi, the deep men for Marple Newtown, back around their own 15 yard line. Moat to the near side, Diaguardi to the far side. Schultz approaches the football, it's a low, skittering end over end ball. It's fumbled forward by Moat. White manages to pick it up around the 25, and he's driven backwards. And I'd say it, it appears to be a fumble, as the call on the, the field suggests. Well, it looked like Moat tried to come up and catch it and run. He slipped out of his hands. The ball was down on the field. And 10 Tigers. But the official word now coming down is Marple Newtown did manage to recover that. First and ten from their own 25. Right into under center, Moat in motion. It's a handoff to Duffy, goes off tackle to the far side, tries to get across the 25, but does not. Maybe maybe he gets a yard. Well, what we like to see today is Ryan Duffy have a good game. He hasn't really had too many good games so far this season. And one to see him be the guy he was last year. Helping Marple Newtown to a playoff berth. So they do give Duffy 
one yard on that. Second and nine ball placed closer to the far hash mark. 11.15 to go second quarter. Game tied 7-7. Pencrest has struck last. Brattinger under center once again. Diaguardi in motion. No wide receivers here in this set as the rain continues to come down very lightly but very steady. It's a pitch around the outside to Diaguardi. Tries in vain to get to the near sideline but cannot. Driven backwards after another small gain near the 30. Yeah, I thought Mario was able to was going to be able to break that play but was met at the line by the Pancras defense. So once again a big third and long for the Tigers. Let's see what they have in their arsenal. They have not attempted a pass thus far. Third down and eight. They will call it from the 27-yard line. Moat checks out and out, comes back. Uh, has, he's been waved back onto the field. So once again, it looks like we will have Duffy, Moat, and Diaguardi in the backfield. Well, this time, White sets up. On the far side, it's a fake handoff. Moat loses the football. He doesn't know where it is. Nick Hartley knows where it is. And it looks like Pencrest has recovered, and they have. Total lack of concentration on that particular play from Marple Newtown spells disaster. Hartley recovers the football, and now the Lions will have first and 10. Marple Newtown's 21-yard line. 10.02 to play. First half. So as we see the slick field conditions and a lack of concentration has bedeviled the Tigers as it did the Lions in the first quarter. Hartley and Juwan Young once again the men in the backfield. Zubieta split to the near side and Gariga to the far side. He's under center. It's a fake handoff, but Young does get it. He finally crunched down just barely across the 20-yard line. Yeah, Juwan Young has just been running all over the Marple Newtown defense so far. He and quarterback uh, DeFury, Bo DeFury. Well, Young, Young does have a spring in his step like a gazelle every time he touches that ball. Trying to get his defenders confused so they don't wrap his legs up and they can keep his torso moving in the direction he wants to move. That time, Tigers were true. Gain of only two. Ball now at the 19-yard line. Second and eight. Young gets the call again. Doesn't even reach the 15. Key third down here for the Lions and also for the Marple Newtown defense. What we're seeing from the Marple Newtown defense, what we saw last week with Springfield is Matt Craig and Dante Allen were able to run up and down the field. Marple needs to do a better job stopping the run and almost pay a little more attention to us the ball. Only a gain of two, but third down and six from the 17-yard line. Status quo, two wide receivers. Far side, near side, two-man backfield. DeFerry looks like he faked the... Uh, a bad snap. Hands it off to Young. Young looks like he did get close to the first down once again, if not picking up the first down. The signal is he did pick up the first down once more. First and goal for the Lions at Marble Newtown's 10-yard line. 8.39 to go, first half, 7-7 ball game. First and goal for the Lions. 
Well, this is probably fourth down territory here for Pencrest, judging on their success two for two on fourth down conversions here in this rain. Timeout, Pencrest, they're first. With that break in the action, we'll take a quick break and be back 8.13 to go. First half, 7-7. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. The Winter Circle Sports Grill in Edgemont is for real sports fans only. With over 30 brand new wall-to-wall large-screen plasma high-def TVs, if the game you absolutely got to see is available, we'll have it. Every NFL game, every college football game, every Major League Baseball game, every hockey game, every game, live in high-def. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If we don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill, for real sports fans only. Visit us online at wintercirclesportsgrill.com. Back to Harry Harvey Stadium, first and ten for the Pencrest Lions at Marple Newtown's ten-yard line. Beneficiary of a fumbled kickoff. Got check time for the Tigers' defense, 8.13 to go. First half. They had a 7-0 leader in danger of coughing that lead up. DeFiori under center. Gives it to Young. He drags a couple of defenders forward. Down to the 6, down to the 5, and inside the 5. Ryan Schellenberger was on that tackle. A nice play by him to at least keep him out of the end zone. And Marble actually did a pretty good job last last series trying to get him down to a fourth down, but the Pancras is still able to score. Second down and five from the five. Second goal. If Fiora tries to keep it, he does. He's across the five, dives forward, and he is in for the touchdown. So Bo DeFiore, his second touchdown run of the contest. And Pencrest takes the lead. Well, obviously, they're going to have to do a better job stopping the quarterback from running like that. And Ray Junkie usually does a good job of that in halftime, making adjustments for the second half. Hopefully, he can make some kind of adjustment for the half ends. That and Cheese Schultz on for the extra point. Things are about to get wild and woolly and wet down on the field very shortly. Snap is good. It is away. Just again, barely gets it up, and it is good. So with a change of possession, 7.34 to go, first half. Marple Newtown now trails 14-7. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by Allstate. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent David Monroe today at 610-359-1244. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Philly Pretzel Factory. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Park. If they don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans. 
Well, we're about to see the Marpin Newtown offense come out for the second drive of the game. And we're going to have to see a lot more from Ryan White, Mario DiGuardi, and Samara Boat. Uh, Samara Boat actually had a pretty good defensive play earlier. But and also, also Ryan Duffy. Ryan Duffy as well. He's been held to, I believe, two carries thus far. First quarter, I'd say you give a slight edge to the Tigers offensively, especially defensively with a defensive touchdown. Second quarter has belonged exclusively to the Pencrest Lions. Ball spotted at the 32-yard line. This time, Matt Gregory in motion. Diagordi in the blocking back position. Reininger under center gives it off to White. He tries to snake his way off tackle towards the near sideline. And he gets to the 35, so gain of two. Nice job by Ryan White there, because that had potential to be a loss on the play. He was able to juke free. And it's really slippery down there. It's starting to rain a little more now. And the lines, they slip. I mean, right, White was able to run right past him. Right, it just takes that extra step of care from Marple Newtown's offense to make sure they have all their ducks in a row. And their arms wrap tightly around the football and then leave it up to the elements and let them wreak their havoc on the Pencrest defense. But they're giving him three yards there to the 35, second down and seven. 6.45 to go, first half. Moat in motion, but it's a handoff to Duffy. He has a hole up the middle across the 40. Across the 45, he's got the first down across midfield. Ryan Duffy gets into Pencrest territory. That's the Ryan Duffy we want to see this year. We saw a lot of that last year. And a great run by him. Nice blocking as well up front by the Tigers. And I'm not sure about that spot, Dave. I know, you know, sometimes you're tripped up and you fall over and you get a couple more yards, but I don't believe Duffy touched his knee down. He was at least to the 47, but the officials are giving him to right at midfield at the 50-yard line. Regardless, first and 10 for the Tigers. Diagording the blocking back, Duffy and White in the backfield. Browninger under center, here's the snap. Given to White. He's got a little bit of a hole across midfield. And he's finally tackled shy of the 45. He was tackled by, number by Drew Buckus, number 51. He had a couple good stops today so far. Six foot tall, 190 pounder. Offensive liner and linebacker. Gain of four. So second and six for the Tigers at Pencrest 46 yard line. 5.43 to go first half. for the first time as you can probably hear through the microphones the wind is picking up as well as the rain not big raindrops but enough to cause a nuisance and get the umbrellas out it's a handoff to Duffy up the middle he breaks off a tackle with the 40 he busts to the outside across the 30 25 20 and dragged down inside the 20 near the far sideline explosive run Ryan Duffy, he's last two carries, has done a great job exploding downfield. Able to pick up momentum as he goes. Almost broke that one for a touchdown. 27 yards regardless, a first down. Ball is spotted at the 19 at the far sideline, so here we go. The Tigers getting untracked, knocking on the door. Well, now things are going to get interesting. The sheets of rain coming down as executive producer Jim Allsman has intoned from a distance. Now going from the right to the left. Roninger fakes a handoff to Diaguardi. Duffy tries to take it to the outside once again. Unsuccessful, but does manage to move the pile forward. Roninger now comes over to the near side, getting his instructions. Samara Moat comes out of the game, and Joey Pham 
reports back in for the first time in quite a while. Well, the Tigers are now deep in field goal territory, and we see Anthony Nicolardi on the sideline practicing some field goals. Hopefully the slippery ball and slippery turf isn't too much. Yep, you got to be extra careful there, even in practice reps. Have everything technically perfect. Duffy and White in the backfield once again. White gets the call, spins off a man, fumbles the football, but it's picked up. Momentarily lost the football, came down with it. Crossed the 15, though, so it will be a third down and short for the Tigers. Couldn't quite see who did pick it up, as that was a bang-bang play. Well, it looks like that play was meant for the outside corner, but it looks like White was able to cut back inside for a game, fumble the football, but it's going to happen with these slippery conditions. Third down and four balls now spotted at the 13. The Tigers need to get to the nine-yard line for a first and goal. And they bear down as the rain's coming down a little bit heavier. Manager fakes a handoff. He's giving it to White to the outside. Spins forward. Thought he had a lane there towards the near sideline, but does not get to the 10-yard line. So it's a fourth down. Fourth down and probably two coming up here as the clock ticks away to three minutes remaining in the first half. Timeout. Marple, it's her first timeout of the half. And we'll keep it here as Marple Newtown takes its first timeout. 2.59 to go first half. But these are the times you live for. I know when I was a youngster, Dave, playing out there in recess, anytime there was any kind of weather, you're warm to it. Rain, especially snow. And now these guys, it's time for them to seize the moment, push Pencrest back on its heels to use this weather to their good fortune. Well, they've done so so far this drive. A couple of great carries by Ryan Duffy and Ryan White mixed in there as well. And it's going to be interesting to see what Coach Jonta wants to do in this situation. Uh, fourth and five now. Let's see if they keep Nicolardi on the sideline. So they did end up losing about a yard and a half. I thought even at the near side they were going to give him at least a line of scrimmage. But yes, interesting call. And I'd say, in my humble opinion, Let's see what the what Pencrest defense can expect because the offense went two for two with gutsy calls on fourth down. Why not repay them in kind? I know there's unfortunately no more Mr. Carl Kosarski here to bull rush his way forward, but what they lack in size and and in just sheer bulk, three-headed monster here in the wing tee can use the deception and their quickness to the same effect. Under center. Is Rodinger, fourth and five. Joey Fan alone wide out to the far side. Looks like Pencrest might have jumped. Moke gets it. He cuts back to the inside, pushes forward. Does he get there? Does he get there? He was across the 10. I don't know how far across the 10. And he gets that first down. Excellent burst of speed and stick to itiveness by C. Moat. Well, with the many running backs that Marble has, they're going to have to come up with who has what role. And it looks like Moat's role is to get that little burst of speed and energy and try to get that first down. Get Ball down there. at the eight yard line now. First and goal for the Tigers. Somehow the officials now. 
trying their best to mess up the mojo of the Tigers here as Samara Moat comes out. Clock ticks under two and a half to go, first half. Mario Diaguardian puts a hand off to Duffy, tries to feel his way forward. He doesn't really get far, maybe a yard. But most importantly, possession retained by the Tigers, and they were melting those precious seconds and minutes off the clock. We didn't get to see many red zone opportunities last week against Springfield, but against Sub Valley, they did a great job. Almost every uh, every drive was in the red zone, and they were able to pound it in. Second and goal, one yard gain. Seven yard line inside of two minutes to play first half. The kind of rain that I'm seeing right now out the window here in our vintage point reminds me of the rain at Pottstown and Owen J. Roberts last year in November, which caused problems. Reininger's under center. It's to the outside. He's got White to the five. And he's in for the touchdown. Well, Ryan White did a great job there going to the outside and cutting back in and just able to stretch his body enough after the tackle was made to get the touchdown. And he had a big hole out to the outside. He could have run it to either side, really, and up the middle with relative ease, but he chose off tackle to the right side, just had to spin off a man making a block for him and fall forward, and he was in for the touchdown. So Anthony Nicolardi on for the extra point, which will presumably tie this contest. Low snap, low kick. It is away, but it is good. So with 1.26 to go, first half, Marple Newton has tied this game 14-14 with the change of possession. We're going to take a break. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by Allstate. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent David Monroe today at 610-359-1244. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Philly Pretzel Factory. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If they don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill, for real sports fans only. Anthony Lincolardi on for the kickoff. It is a low spinning line drive, escaping the deep man, Chris Garriga, at the five-yard line and spins all the way through to the back of the end zone. So Pencrest with 1.26 left on the clock, having coughed up the lead once again, has to go 80 yards in order to get any points on the on the ball. Actually, 80 yards for a touchdown, but maybe another 60 yards to be safe, 65 for a possible field goal. Ryan White, seven-yard touchdown run at the 10.34 mark has tied this contest 14 all. DeFiore under center once again. Two wide receivers, one to the near side, one to the far side. Two-man backfield, but he goes back to pass. It's over the middle, and it is dropped. Kevin Trusty. 
was wide open at the 40-yard line and had his defender forced to his backside, but just in and out of the hands. Interesting call. Yeah. This late in the half in a tie game. Looks like that was the first pass so far today. Nice job by number 10, Tom Antista for Marvel Newtown. Good coverage downfield. Sometimes all you need to do is just be right there and cling on a, on a guy's back, and he'll uh, he'll hear the footsteps. Back to throw is DeFiore again. This time, try for Zubieta. Well over his head. So in quick succession, is now third down and 10 for Pencrest. Surprisingly going to a passing game, and I mean, it's not like they're down by seven or ten points and are in a rush. All of a sudden, two straight throws fall by the wayside. Trusty split to the far side. Gariga to the near side. But it's a fake, and back to Young. Jukeson drives away across the 25 near the 30. Not close to the first down, however. Brian Kelly was on the tackle there along with Brian Schillenberger. Clock goes. Timeout. Marple, their second timeout. With 58.3 seconds left in this first half, game tied 14-14. We'll keep it here, Dave. Again, what a time to just all of a sudden decide to break out two passes. Yeah, questionable play calling by Pancrest there because well, you know, maybe they were thinking because the times were in out a little bit. They want to try to get the ball downfield very quickly. But now you get your face with a 4-2, and two, and Marple Newtown has them pinned back around the 30-yard line. So. And with the way that Young and Matt Hartley have run the ball, why not try you know, for a, a draw play or something up the middle for 5, 7, 10 yards? Now it's not going to cost. It's going to cost you a little bit more time, but you'll, it'll be paid off in yardage. They could have already been across midfield at this point, but instead they're still deep in their own territory, facing a fourth down. It appears that it looks like number twenty-one out there, Dave. I don't know. Maybe you saw something out here. But Pencrest is going to kick it. The kick is away. Almost contested. Might have been tipped off the side of the foot anyway. Rolls across midfield, across the 45. Finally touched by Pencrest at Marple Newtown's 43-yard line. So for two of a series of events here, 46.4 seconds left. Marple Newtown, if they feel the eye of the tiger, they can go for another score here. 14-14, Pencrest just basically almost conceded that drive for nothing. Well, Anthony Nicolardi has a great leg there, Marple Newtown's kicker, so if they can even get it to around the 35-yard line, maybe 30-yard line, that gives them a chance for a lead before halftime. The rain has let up once again. Right into under center, Joey Pham, the lone wideout, split to the far side. White is in motion. It's a fake handoff. Duffy gets it up the middle. He's across the 45 as time ticks away here. Maybe one more play left before the half. No huddle here as Rodinger is gesturing furiously. Make sure everybody's in the proper set to your guardian motion. Duffy gets it. He's actually pushed forward by a Pencrest defender who read the play, but then he's pushed backwards across the 45. Timeout. Marple, their third and final timeout. 
20.3 seconds left to go, Dave. Ball at the Tigers' 47. Maybe they even though there's no timeouts, maybe you could squeeze off two more plays here. Do they try to go up top to Joey Pham? Well, they might do that. Ray Jonta might not even want to make to take a chance on that. Remember last week with Springfield, they were going downfield at the end of the half, and there's a nice interception there by Marple. But well, of, of course, there's also the just the kneel and concede and let the crock run out. 14-14. I mean, they're not working with 40, 45 seconds. It's only 20. So they must use those plays judiciously. One other thing is, it's a tie game, so not really in dire need of a score here. But then again, Pincrest does get the ball back. First possession, second half. Third down and six. Ranninger under center. He's looking for a man downfield. Up top is White. He's just barely unable to get that as he dove forward. A valiant attempt at the 17-yard line. Reininger went up top and just could not come down with it. Reininger, that was actually a pretty well-thrown ball. A little overthrown for White. But if he would have made that catch... He had an excellent break off the ball, though, White did. He had a little distance between him and the defender as well. Funny thing, I thought that Reininger did a good job of letting the wind kind of hold that up a little bit. It wasn't an arc. It was more like a little bit of a floater to give White some time. But it's fourth and six, and Billy Weaverling will be back to punt. Two-man backfield for Pencrest. Weaverling gets it off the side of his foot, but it's a good punt. Bounces at the 25, across the 20, the 15, 10. Still going at the 5 and down to the 4. Billy Weaverling playing the angles perfectly for the first time we've seen this season. Weaverling, one of the better punters in this league. A nice play there. All the way down to the five-yard line. I'm sure not even he thought it was going to go all the way down there, but a nice bounce for Marble. 1.2 seconds left, though. Can't imagine Pentra Crest is really going to do much with this. Now, this actually may just be a kneel down or just a token play, as Andy Reid does at the end of the half. Well, you don't want to take any chances here. Pin back at your own five-yard line. Two wide receivers set, two-man backfield once again. If you're a crouches under center, it's a draw, a draw play up the middle. He gets two yards, and we have come to the end of the first half. A very spirited first half on both sides here in this intermittent rain. It ends. As it began, all even, though at 14-14 between Marple Newtown and Pencrest, we're going to take a break, be back with the halftime show with, we hope, Greg Pecco, definitely Dave Feldman. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball, so when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. 